Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Two Paths Podcast. So glad to have you with us today. I'm your host, Craig Marcy. I am a certified leadership coach, speaker, and trainer through the John Maxwell program. I also am a team ambassador for the Empowered Living Community on Facebook. I'd love to have you click over there and check that out. That's under the leadership of Paul Martinelli, uh, one of the greatest uh, leadership gurus and, and coaches that I've ever come across. He was a part of the John Maxwell team, and, and that's how I found him on the Empowered Living Community. I've spent quite a few years in ministry, either in youth ministry, um, leading a, a small campus as the senior pastor, um, doing some executive pastoring in various positions, but I've also spent the last um, 16, 17 years in sales and consulting. And so the journey's been all over the place. I've learned a lot of things and created this podcast because I really felt the need for everybody to realize there are choices that we can make in life. That's why I named it Two Paths. Sometimes we feel stuck and we think this is the only way out. And quite honestly, we need to recognize that there's there's always another choice. There's another path that we can take. So I'm just thankful that you're you're joining in today. Love to hear your feedback and comments, questions, anything like that. You can reach out to me on my Facebook page. You can reach out to me on Instagram. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, or you can just email me, craigmarcy at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and about uh, the, the choices you've made and the paths that you've had to take in life. I wanted to take just a little bit of time today to talk about uh, something that we're probably all familiar with, but having four kids, my youngest being a five-year-old, I see this pop up over and over again, and that is the miracle of the Band-Aid. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So my five-year-old gets a the, the smallest cut imaginable and just has to have a Band-Aid on there. He will fall and bruise his knee and he has to have a Band-Aid on there. There was a time where I would just be like, buddy, listen, the, the Band-Aid isn't going to help a bruise. But then <laughs> my wife is like, just let it go. It helps him out. It makes him feel better. <clears throat> just put the Band-Aid on and let's move on. So that's where we're at in the stage of the Band-Aid battle. But it's always funny to me because he puts this Band-Aid on. And he doesn't even leave it on for real long, honestly, maybe a few hours at most. And then he takes the Band-Aid off and he says, look, it's healed. And I'm thinking, no, it's not really healed. But if that makes you feel better, then uh, yeah, the Band-Aid worked. That's awesome. Well, tragically, it's the same thing that we do in our adult life as well. We put a Band-Aid over hurts and pains that we have, and we think that that Band-Aid is going to be what fixes it. Now, as a confession time, I will say, Band-Aids just mask the pain that's going on. Um, you know, when my child has a cut, we put the Band-Aid on to stop the bleeding, but that doesn't necessarily heal the cut. Air heals it, antibiotic will heal it, just giving it time, that will heal it. Um, but my confession is, 
there is a miracle Band-Aid, and it's the blister Band-Aid. And if you're not familiar with these things, I'm telling you, the next time you get a blister, go to your, your local store and find blister Band-Aids and put those on because they truly are miracle workers. I love blister Band-Aids. You got to check those out. But now that confession time is over, back to the point at hand. Band-Aids. Band-Aids address the symptom, uh, but they don't address the heart of the issue. Putting a Band-Aid on a bruise doesn't heal a bruise. It covers it up so you can't see the bruise, but it doesn't heal it. And as adults, we, we do things, we use it as Band-Aids, like working overtime, maybe take an extended vacation. Maybe it's getting into a relationship. Maybe it's getting out of a relationship. We try different things that, that we think is going to band-aid the situation and fix things. But the truth is there's a deeper issue that, that needs to be addressed if we want things to change. And we, we're all familiar with that saying, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results. And if we keep putting band-aids on our hurts and our pains and our struggles, then we never really get over those. We don't learn from them. We don't grow. We just cover it up thinking that this will be the answer. If only I could do this, that will fix everything. How many, have you ever heard that? Have you ever said that before? Boy, if only this would happen, boy, that would fix everything. Man, if I won the lottery, everything would be great. Oh, if I got that new job, oh man, my life would be so much easier. Boy, we come up with all kinds of things, but they're just band-aids. They don't address anything. All they do is mask and cover up whatever the deep-rooted issue is. But we can only heal when we address the real issue that lies deep within us. And quite honestly, it's a very... It's a very practical way to address it. And if you're familiar with what I've shared in the past, my, my algorithm of lessons in life based on race, R-A-C-E. So the steps of the race are, are recognize. So to heal from past hurts, we need to recognize the root issue of the pain. Here's what happens. Sometimes, and I, this has happened to me for sure, and I've seen it happen to other people, and, and you're, you probably are very familiar with it. Something happens, and it's almost like it sets off a trigger in you, and you just kind of explode in that moment. Maybe you even explode on somebody else because they said something or did something, and it just sets you off. And when you calm down and hopefully apologize for the situation, Hopefully you, you also take the time to assess why it was that you blew up. Was it really what just happened or was that a trigger that, that recalled a time previously in your life when something similar happened and it hurt? Dr. Daniel Amen um, has a lot of good material out on these types of issues and he actually calls them um, the dragons. There's 12 dragons, um, or maybe 13 dragons, 
that stem from our past, and sometimes we don't recognize them until something happens in current day. And then you have that bad day today, and then all of a sudden you remember, ah, I got mad because something similar like this happened to me when I was a kid, and it really set me off, and I've never never really got over that. I'm not going to share with you today, but I, I have stories from my past that aren't, aren't horrible, gut-wrenching, evil stories, but they're just situations where I can recall as a kid something happening to me, and as an adult, it still stands out in my mind, and I know darn well if I struggle with that issue today, it's because I never really fully addressed that issue back then that I can still remember. And so it's very important that we recognize, am I mad today at this current situation? Or is it bringing back old feelings and situations that I experienced before? And that's really what the root issue is. So when you're dealing with pain, before you start thinking, hey, I need a new job. I need to quit this job. I need a new relationship. I need to get out of this relationship. I need to go buy this toy or this truck or this boat or this, whatever it is, stop and think, is this a Band-Aid or is there something else going on? One of the biggest, most powerful lessons that I've learned from Paul Martinelli at the Empowered Living Community is the importance of your uh, self-awareness. When we talk about raising your level of awareness, to not settle for how things are and accept that this is just the way it is, I can't help it, but to raise our level of awareness enough to say, man, there's more to this than, than just what happened today. That triggered a memory for me, and it was an issue that I never dealt with, and that's why I still am bothered by it today. Sometimes it'll happen subconsciously, and it takes a little bit of prying, but we need to first take the time to reflect and then recognize the root issue of where that pain is coming from. Then second, we need to accept the origin of the pain. And this most likely would be a very hard thing to do because it will invoke old feelings and emotions and memories. And you're going to have to probably relive it a little bit so that you can actually deal with it. But I'm going to say this. If you don't like that step because you don't want to relive it, my guess is you probably relive it already and you're not even acknowledging that. If you share the same story with other people or even in your own head over and over and over again about something that happened in the past, then you're not over it. And what you're doing is reliving it every day. And so you have to accept that that pain is real and you haven't addressed it yet you have to accept where did that pain come from and accept the fact that you need to address it it's real it's there that's why you're feeling it and the best way honestly to accept the origin of that pain is is through seeking professional help i don't think i could ever stress that enough 
there is nothing wrong with seeing a professional counselor or psychologist or psychiatrist. One of the biggest struggles that we all face in life is that we live in our own heads and, and we have all these limiting beliefs about ourselves, all these lies that we tell ourselves and we repeat them over and over and over again. And it's frustrating. I, I like this commercial that's out now where um, it has a person dealing with depression and all these people are saying, just get over it. Everything will be fine. You need to go on a vacation. Almost making it like super simple and it's somewhat belittling to somebody who's going through the issue. If we have learned anything from the past two and a half years of COVID pandemic lockdown is that your mental health is crucial. You need to be healthy mentally. And to help you accept the origin of the pain, you most likely will need to see a professional counselor who can help you tear apart where that pain is coming from figure out the source, address the source, and address how to handle it and how to move forward in a healthy way. And that's, that's a good thing to do. And that kind of leads us into the next step. The C in race is to commit. You have to commit to getting better. Call a professional counselor. Get with somebody who has studied the brain and understands mental health and talk with them. Let someone like that help you develop a map and a plan on how to accept the origin of the pain, then to address it and move forward in a healthy, productive way. Don't let the stigmas and the myths and other people's opinions become your realities. And I mean that wholeheartedly. We do that way too many times. And maybe that's part of the reason that you're struggling with this pain is because you're still worried about what other people will think. What if they know about this? Um, what if they, they know that I struggle with this or if I, I have a, I feel this way about this issue or whatever? Or what if they find out that I go to see a professional counselor? Oh, they might view me differently. We have to get out of our own heads. These are limiting beliefs that hold us back. You go to a, a counselor for you. And if someone else has an issue with that, then it's on that person, not you. And you have to learn to let that go. That's one of the hardest lessons, I think, in life is learning to let go. I was blessed to be able to speak at... Um, our local high school's senior leadership class a couple weeks ago. And that was one of the things I was trying to instill in the kids, and I don't know if they got it or not, but there will come a time in life where you need to let go of people and things that are not good for you. Today we say they're toxic. I got too many toxic people in my lives or this is a toxic work environment, or this is a toxic church, or this is a toxic home environment. We use that to, to define a lot of things nowadays. But when it comes down to it, it's okay to let go of those things that are negative and hold us back. 
and it'll hurt, but there are people that you might need to let go of because they're negative and toxic and they're going to hold you back. You have to commit to dealing with the pain and getting healthy. And then the last step is engage. Go actually do it. Don't commit to it. Don't just say, yeah, I'm going to go see a counselor. And then you never do. Make the appointment and go talk to somebody. Engage in healthy ways of transforming your mind to deal with that pain. There are a lot of different things that you can do. Sometimes it's a, it, it can be journaling. Sometimes it could be the way you breathe. Sometimes it could be exercising. Sometimes maybe it's just the diet. What we don't always realize is that our physical bodies will impact our mind as well. And so what I mean is, if you're physically active and you eat healthy, then you sleep better. Your brain functions better. Again, if you're not familiar with Dr. Daniel Amen, I just want to encourage you to look him up. His last name is Amen. A-M-E-N. He does some amazing work around all of that and how so many little things can impact our brain. Our physical health is a, is a big determiner of that. The body fuels the mind. And so sometimes it's things like that that will help us to start processing. No, I'm not saying exercise and all your pain is going to go away. What I'm saying is exercise and eat healthy. And then maybe that helps to start getting clarity on the issue and then how to deal with it and steps to process through it. Maybe that's the physical part of it. The exercise and eating healthy gives you the energy and excitement mentally to say, I've got an appointment to go see a counselor today. This is going to be good stuff. I'm glad I'm going. You have to find ways to engage with the old hurt and pain that holds you back. Because if you don't, all you're doing is putting a Band-Aid on it. You have to engage on it. One thing that I really respect about uh, Coach Ryan Day, who's the football coach for Ohio State University, he has a great testimony um, about what he overcame in life. He kind of had a rough childhood. He had some serious issues going on that he had to deal with, and for a long time he didn't. He had a lot of anger and a lot of bitterness. And it wasn't until he got a little older that he realized he needed to address those issues. It was actually at one of his recruiting events where he was at a high school looking at a student to recruit for Ohio State and noticed that there was um, something in the hallway. There was a memorial. There was something going on. And um, the coach or the counselor of the high school was, was telling him that it was because they've had so many suicides at that high school that were, they were had to, taking time to honor another student who committed suicide. And it kind of set things off for Coach Day to say, man, this stuff isn't right. Something needs to be done about this. And what I love is that Coach Day hired, I believe it was four people to, that are professional licensed counselors, psychologists, 
Some of them have their PhDs specifically for the football team because anytime an issue comes up, he wants these kids to have somebody they can go talk to right away. One of my friends locally is what's called an academic coach for the football team at the university he works at. And although they, they talk about the importance of grades, he was just sharing with me that a lot of it's about lessons in life and helping, helping these young athletes kind of clear through all of the clouds and the fog and the haze and everything that's going on around them to set their priorities straight and help them create a path forward that makes sense for them, that they feel called and excited to do. Like there's, there just doesn't seem to be enough of that going on in the world. We talk about the importance of it, but then we don't do it. We don't, we don't reach out when we need it. We don't seek advice from, from other people who understand how things work and can give us what we need to move forward. So on that same line with Ohio State University, I just saw a story the other day um, about one of the star, excuse me, one of the star centers at Ohio State University. His name is Harry Miller. Inspirational man right there. Take a couple minutes and Google Harry Miller, center at Ohio State University, and read his story because he did just this outstanding talented gifted high school athlete valedictorian had everything going for him was a leader and a captain for the football team and he he finally just admitted that he struggled with suicide for a long time and that he was even contemplating it at the beginning of the football season I don't know Harry Miller. I, I, I saw his interview and I read his story and, and the, the guy is so passionate and so emotional and it's so raw and real that he's running the race. He recognized it. He accepted it. He's committed and he's engaged to changing his, his mindset and to getting healthy. And the biggest reason he's sharing this, it's a part of the, the healing process for him but it's because he knows he's not alone out there. And that's one of the things that I think always gets to me when people feel all alone. I've had times like that where I feel all alone. Things happen to me and I think it's just me. I'm all alone on this. I got to figure this out. But here's the thing. Their world is populated with millions and millions of people. And when you're dealing with an issue, you're having suicidal thoughts, you're not alone. When you're having doubts about yourself, you're not alone. When you're hurting over issues, things that happened to you in the past or were said to you in the past, you're not alone. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we need to get out of our minds. We call them self-limiting beliefs. They hold us back. They're not true but they're beliefs that we have in our mind and they hold us back. I'm not good enough for this. Nobody will listen to me. Nobody likes me. 
Nobody cares about my story. I'm just an average Joe. Nobody's going to listen anyway. Those are limiting beliefs, and none of them are true. But yet we devote a lot of energy and time repeating those beliefs in our mind. And we need to get rid of them. Your voice matters, and you matter. You know, sometimes it's not easy to hear, but sometimes things that we go through in life will be to help others who are going to go through the similar situations. I remember thinking that from friends who had divorced parents early in, you know, elementary, junior high. Then my parents got divorced um, when I was in high school between my junior and senior year. So having friends around that could relate meant that I wasn't alone and, and they could help walk me through that process. And now I'm able to help people walk through that process. When my parents divorced, my, my dad left the state and, and lived and still does lives a couple days away. <laughs> um, and so it was kind of like being raised by a single mom those last few years until she passed away from cancer. But the thing is, I wasn't then and I'm not now alone. Other people have been through similar situations. And I see now how I get to help other people dealing with divorce, dealing with death, dealing with cancer dealing with um, being with just one parent. Your mental health is important. Putting a Band-Aid on things and thinking that this next new shiny object is going to be the ticket that makes it all better and makes it all go away isn't real. You've got to get to the heart of the issue. You need to address what's really at the bottom of it all. And then and only then will you be able to heal and move forward from this. But I know you can do it. I did it. I continue to do it. And if I can do it, that means anybody can do it. Change perspectives. Don't point the blame at other people. Take responsibility for things. Own your, own your feelings. If you're hurting and you're in pain, own it. It's okay. It's okay. Own it. And then let's find ways to address it, to accept it, to commit to fixing and getting healthy, and then engage in ways that will make us mentally healthy. If you're struggling with any of that, reach out to me. Call your local professional counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist, whoever is nearby. Talk to a local pastor even. Find professional help. Call the suicide hotline number if that's a struggle. There are plenty of options out there. We always have choices. Don't settle and don't think, I'm always going to have this pain. That's just the way it is. 
things will never get better. That's just the way my life is. We always have choices. And today, I want to encourage you to choose the path that will make all the difference for you.